0: what is up ladies and gentlemen of the internet my name is jade and i'm joined today by my good friend and collaborator simon anderson coming in at about five frames a second but how are you simon
1: i'm doing well there thank you very much (laughs) jade and hannah great to see you both um hopefully it sorts itself out otherwise we might have to uh, try something else but look (laughs) <laughs> it's coming and going, so hopefully yeah. the audio is at least uh, not not that bad.
0: And she's here to break up the possibility of my shit chats. It's Hannah. How are you doing, Hannah?
2: I'm fabulous, thanks. I hope, <laughs> I hope all is well. And um, it's been a really good week. And how's your week been?
0: Uh, all is well. I mean, something that I didn't get to sort of rant about last week because... Uh, change of plans for us was my daughter turned 10 years old so I just want to shout out uh, to Evelyn for her 10th birthday absolutely I cannot believe it's been a decade since I've been in charge of a child (laughs) a decade
2: I feel a bit old from that oh I'm
0: feeling really old about it like yeah I cannot express enough in words like there there is no playbook for parenting whatsoever i'm not even sure if i'm doing it all correctly or (laughs) or even that well but we are doing it
1: yeah you sure are (laughs)
2: are you're an amazing dad
0: um but so good to see you simon um sucks that we missed last week but great to be here we got some interesting articles on the way Uh, but before that we do have a question of the day Simon are are you into it
1: I'm ready all right let's go no idea
2: so I don't have an advantage Simon so let's
1: see Uh okay
0: does a focus on hyperdiversity support or stifle inclusion does a a focus on hyperdiversity Support or stifle inclusion. And of course, if you're watching us live here on Twitch or DLive, you can comment and we can respond virtually immediately to your comments, so feel free.
1: So I guess I'll go first. Um, (laughs) If you want to. (laughs) Yeah. It's. I think I think it stifles um, inclusion. Okay, go just, on. Uh, we'll start from there, and um, and I think what I'm talking about it is true inclusion. Um, and, and if you focus on hyper diversity, then everybody is going to feel um, loosely connected to everybody, uh, and they're going to feel Quite uniquely different to everybody, as well, right? If, if in a society, you focus on hyper diversity and you push every person to really show their specific unique traits and, um, you know, uh, promote them instead of just having them at a, at a healthy level to, 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 to build and, uh, I don't know, focus on the things that make you diverse or or perceived as diverse then you end up with a, a society at large who is so varied, variable? no, variated or I'm not sure, or variant you No, know, am not sure what the right <laughs> um, suffix is at the end of that but it's so diverse that then you know that connection between them isn't strong whereas in a society if you focus on what is the common the commonalities that exist mm. between um, between a group, and you, you don't put so much importance on what's different, but you accept them. That that would truly breed a much more inclusive society. If everybody is accepted uh, based on what binds them together, and that's enough to make mm. a society work, right? Then that's the key thing: is that you've got to make sure that that the things that are holding you together, and um, that are consistent across the population our values or traits or whatever it is that you deem worthy enough to make a whole society function but if you focus on that and say hey these are the non-negotiables for what we consider the staples of keeping us a cohesive and inclusive society um and then we don't care what you do else except um anything that brings harm to those key principles then that is a much more inclusive society than i think uh, than something that was that would be more my version mm. of what hyper-diverse is.
2: So, thank you, Simon. Um, I'm just going to just add on to that because I think you summed up what I was thinking really well. So, as soon as I heard the question, I thought, hmm, no. Mm. Straight off, no. And then I just didn't know how to um, put it into words. But the best, wa- I, I'm completely with I completely agree with you and I think this thing is um actually finding that healthy level of diversity and then also celebrating and um appreciating one's individual traits one's individual managed um perception and and the way that we can live but also celebrating um one another to share 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 and um share with one another and not be restricted it's not a diversity it's an actually bring it to be an, enclose, an inclusive where we can actually learn from one another um where i'm thinking of especially is languages how can we learn more from one another by actually having a diverse range of friends, um, if we were just pushed away and said, no, well you're over here and you're over there, that's not going to work. And I'm thinking, especially with also the disability community, how it may affect.
0: Thank you, Hannah. So for me, I, um, when I, when I think about the concept of hyperdiversity, it's like, Simon, I don't know if you've experienced this in in any of the circles that you frequent, but I'm noticing people calling out pronouns. I'm noticing people calling out their triggers. I'm noticing people calling out their favorite colors. Uh, And and I'm just trying to be like, hey man, we're we're in a meeting, you know, we got a problem to solve. I just really need to know your name, why you're here and maybe we can solve the problem. <laughs> it, it it's like I I don't know if I'm being overly simplistic, but I'm I'm a bit like you, Simon. Let's find the things in common, and um, what makes you unique and what's important to you. That's that's already cool. I I don't have any negative feelings towards people that want one, two, or fifteen pronouns. I really don't care. But um. It's sort of like, why does that matter in the meeting? You know, show show me your talent, show me show me your value add, and let's get going.
1: Exactly. Tell me where you're from. Don't tell me anything else about you. You know, <laughs> <Like if> you're <laughs> introducing yourself to me or whatever in a meeting, yeah, tell me what you're from and tell me how we can bond together on, on a common goal or the common yeah. probable we're about this to go problem or solution. Solve this
0: problem that we're working yeah. on. Um, yeah you know really cool that you've got pronouns as I said before really cool um but a little bit not so relevant.
2: So can I just ask you both a quick question? Go ahead. Um (laughs) the thing that I really think of in relation to that uh I think people really want to try and highlight that they have a disability. Now what would be the best way to actually as you said, get straight onto the point, but if you're saying where they come from, what would Sorry. what, would be, the, <laughs> what would be the point, what would be the way, or what would be the most appropriate way to actually simply say that?
0: How do you mean?
2: So instead of saying, um, for example, I've been in a meeting that I've had someone say. So my name is... Jay Jones and I am from, from New Zealand and I live with um, cerebral palsy and I have I'm affected like this and this and this and this and this, and this, and this is what I think about um, yeah about this so how can you how can we actually note um promote that and say okay, instead of you giving me your whole life story how
0: how can we then um yeah I mean I mean it's probably more of an issue in the spaces that I'm in because I'm in disability policy, right but I have noticed that often um disabled leaders are so used to being profiled due to their disability, they, they kind of lead with it. Yeah. I, I never mention it at all, and I'd be interested from a able body perspective, Simon, uh, what your thoughts are for and against leading with uh, your your impairment identity like that. Do you think it stifles or supports the, the dialogue? Because Depending on who I talk to, they kind of go either way
1: on that. I mean, it depends, right? Like, so, say it's the annual general meeting for the cere- Cerebral <laughs> Palsy Society. Sure. And saying, hi, my name's Jade, I have cerebral palsy. Kind of irrelevant. Um, kind of relevant. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> there's other times where you may maybe I don't know, just using your EGL group. Example, yeah. right, and you're talking about high level designs, for yeah, global for national systems, in fact. Yeah. and it's yeah, most of the time you're leading with high arm jade, and I have uh, have super palsy, it's not like that's needed. And nah. I mean, unless the conversation is specifically nah. called, as you just at, at best, everyone's just going to be like, okay, bro at worst <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at best at worst some people going to get really uncomfortable bless their souls sometimes maybe or um it's it, it, maybe people just subconsciously or then consciously try to then address that or um filter their thoughts or discussion because of it and you know yeah and, and most of the time it's not going to be a net positive but then you
0: you look at the other side of the story, and um, sorry to talk about you Hannah, but I, I think I think it's a little bit relevant when someone like Hannah's in a room. Yeah. I, th- I think it really is important that you let people know you've got epilepsy, Yeah, eh? yeah
2: no, definitely, but I'm thinking more, <laughs> I think, like, regularly, uh, recently I was in a meeting, and basically... Basically, every time somebody was um, asking the speaker a a question, they'd then say, Say it again and again. Hi, my name is Hannah, and then say, The disability. Well, you're in a Zoom meeting, you're asking a question from somebody. You're not, you're like in the audience, you're not trying to. Yeah, that's the difference. You're trying, you're not trying to. um, But I guess the one thing that in our situation that we are. um, where I'm kind of thinking is are they just trying to highlight well I'm in the disability community I'm not just a reporter, I'm not just a mum I'm actually part of the disability community
0: Yeah I was wondering that this is a point I wanted to make before we moved on Simon one thing that I'm worried about and, and I know we talk about, a lot about disability because that's kind of our two rung of YY right at the moment but could happen for any sort of community maybe that's where they get get a lot of their self self self-recognition from like oh yes i am this where whereas for someone like me and many others that i know i i forget about my disability like like i'm not Mm. just saying that as a trope that i want to make people believe i genuinely forget about it sometimes
1: You've just made me remember this real yeah. weird train of thought I had as I was kind of daydreaming yesterday about like, um, <laughs> give, was it like giving out, um, counseling advice? Um, uh, and, and basically saying for, for just thinking that some of the best advice for people questioning their sort of like sexuality and stuff, you uh, know, it was about, it was about, it came from, um, The story I was thinking about, where it was, um, you know, kids in high school getting medication, um, to because of their um, belief in gender and and that that, and trying to transition and stuff like that. And I felt like I wanted to, to the the best thing, you could say to them would be like. Don't listen to the labels they're trying to get you to choose for yourself. Um, The reality it is with your life is that, you'll constantly grow through different. I guess beliefs and like stages in life and very often will anything be so concrete that it requires such drastic action to maintain like um, you know you do and I just I feel like that's the same as well and yes. it's just like the, the labels that they're trying to get people to ascribe themselves to are like limiting mm. that's what the intention of them is and so it's like if you if you if you ascribe all of these different labels to yourself they box you in and it gives you these assumptions and it gives you these programs that you need to operate and 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 it just it's so it's like putting yourself in a box in a cage really and i just that's what i think Mm. drives it but what i think is makes those labels so popular and common is that they're so comforting right it's like a false comfort it's a truth
0: it's an internal truth Mm. oh yes I am this and this is all that I am and people are telling me that disabled people that gay people that old people are oppressed mm. and yes I must believe that Where which I don't know what it is about me whether, whether I just have a screw loose or what but I just don't get into that man I, I want everyone to Aspire. I say this every time I meet up with someone, you know, that's all I want for everyone. Like, never, ever misinterpret that I'm some sort of bigot or that I don't care for the misfortunes of people. I I really care for the misfortunes more than you realise, which is why I don't believe in the tropes. And I think another
2: (laughs) thing with it is don't... um, Don't prescribe yourself to one way of introducing yourself in one certain situation. And I'm thinking of this situation in particular. Particular. Sorry. We shouldn't be... It shouldn't have felt like, well... It shouldn't have then been feeling like to other disabled people, well, it's not appropriate to ask a question if you're not disabled enough.
0: Ah, uh, the identity politics. I wondered if you were going to bring that up. Hannah. And I think that's
2: yeah. also wrong and I think <laughs> we can just grow. Own yourself and own who you are but you don't need to share it with the whole world but when you're asked, if you're asked about it or if it's the right time to, to um, ask, share it.
0: Fantastic and for those of you at home that are watching now or on demand, uh, feel free absolutely, to give us your response to the question of the week. We would love to hear it either now or in the comment section. But actually, the conversation we're having is a fantastic uh, segue to the first story of the afternoon. Uh, Simon? Yes. Do you like taking a bath, mate?
1: Uh, I tell you what, if I'm on holiday (laughs) and the motel has got a bath... Yeah, i definitely take advantage of that. Did he say motel? Ooh. Hotel, motel. <laughs> I don't discriminate.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't really either these days, especially now. <laughs> but uh, my story today, uh, <laughs> folks... Oh, and my camera's gone out. Bear with me. Uh, my story today is around the IHC. And Simon, you will recall... A situation where at least one individual died uh, due to taking a bath. So I just want to start there for everybody. So we had. Everybody, none... know,
1: everybody knows that extreme sport that we all partake in, and we risk our lives daily just to stay clean. Bathing. Yep.
0: That very dangerous activity that can. Uh, end your life which is uh bathing but anyway uh the plot thickens where the IHC um took out uh bathtub tips and I think if I actually go to go to the article and scroll down a bit you'll get a view like there's proof right there uh that they've literally removed the taps uh from residents so rather than having a think about uh how they could uh manage their staffing procedures better and their expectations around um personal care which is a pretty standard support line and uh disability support i very standard it's like a <laughs> Every single disabled person would would have some element of personal care support in, in their situations. And um, IHC said, no, no, we, we're we not going to allow you to have bathtubs because we're really shit at supervising. Anyway, the uh, WorkSafe has come back and said, you know, that's not good enough because enabling good lives is a real thing. and. Uh, having a bath in your own home is a reasonable expectation uh, for a person. So um, then, I mean we'll provide the links uh, after, the tr- after the show, of course as we always do, but then the IHC uh, CEO came back and said uh, if you want us to stop people dying from bathtubs, you'll need to give us more money, Uh, and they didn't say that, of course, but uh, we want to, I will read a quote though, so uh, IHC Chief Executive Ralph Jones said, we want to acknowledge that this is tough, we know that some people like baths, and to not be able to have them is frustrating.
1: I thought you were going to say We know people like to have baths and not drown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing. Uh, we will pro- provide the link, but the article does go on to make reference to the fact that uh, IHC is squarely pinning their policy change on the Ministry of Health and their lack of resourcing uh, for the IHC. Whereas WorkSafe, we're all fans of WorkSafe here on the show, of course. <laughs> but WorkSafe, <laughs> WorkSafe is saying, actually, that's not a thing. Uh, you should be able to uh, enable people to have their boss.
1: Simon, have you got any views on this? Um... I think I know what their problem is, is that every time they have a meeting to try and solve this crisis, um, they, the whole meeting time is taken up with them all just mentioning their pronouns and triggers and favourite colours. They so <laughs> get a team together, get a team together and go, right, we need to get our, our customers to be able to have a bath, because it's uh, mana enhancing and their choice to be able to have a bath. So what do we do? But before that, we before we, that.
0: we we need to know from everybody what their favourite colour is, <laughs> uh, what temperature they would prefer to have this forum in, and uh, if you could think of a spirit animal that you would most likely be in this meeting, please.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so I'd really like to. And then
0: eat. oh whoops, it's over. <laughs> oh sorry guys, we're out of time. Um because we're taking an agile approach of course we only allowed 15 minutes for this meeting so thanks so much for coming and uh, yeah, what about those people dying?
1: Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> no mobiles, take out the table
2: <laughs> So that was a situation and it was a terrible, horrible situation that happened and that happened when <clears throat> they did it wrong but what I'm also going to say is um, so a person may only have this, a certain amount of personal care hours. Oh, to let our audience know, IHC is now changed their name, but they have, um...
0: No, they haven't.
2: Oh, okay. IHC is a New Zealand company, and they work a lot with, um, individuals who have learning disabilities. So it doesn't mean all of them have physical impairments or will be in the situation where that situation will end up happening and also for those that they can that they're thinking of their manner and thinking how they can support them or is what about actually communicating with somebody ha- talking with them and then also just I know this sounds really weird but um, what about just role-playing I'm thinking actually talking with the customer about what a bath means to them and the um,
0: article actually does speak to that that one of the recommendations from WorkSafe is they should have never ever ever even considered stopping baths, especially removing taps I mean that is just so rough. What are you in jail? Like that that is just so intense to remove the taps and they're saying you should have discussed this uh with customers and their families. Uh but for me I think this is a shit take from the IHC. This is coming speaking as a disabled person, throwing out my identity there a little bit. I I, I think it's a shit take I think the IHC needs to do better and just grow up, really, because EGL is now online and coming to a town near you. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah,
0: agree. Okay. So, oh man, but anyway, you you know. And the the last thing I wanted to say on this is um, I really there is a family member that was interviewed uh for the story and they refer to the fact that for their family member uh bars are actually really meaningful in managing their uh just overall well-being and behavior so wow. you, you know baths definitely regulate my behavior so i i know what i know what that's all about
2: yeah so there's,
1: um there's a, there's like some um establishments in the city center jade that uh, you can get a really good bath. Maybe we should um, <laughs> do a do a work trip there day. Which one do you talk about? Oh. Oh, just you know, these these, these nightclubs, they, they Oh they, yeah, um,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I know, with, I know the ones fancy. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, really yeah, yeah, fancy yeah. yeah, bubble baths and motorbikes. Good for your mental well being. Yeah yeah, right yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Talk to you about that after the show maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Family. So, um, so family no, no, no,
0: show. No. Family show. What I
2: was, yeah. what I was just going to say also too is, um, so they've got to remove taps from baths, right? Taps. Yeah. I mean taps from taps from baths is actually um, there has been stories historically not from them, but actually people drowning when in showers. So. What is what is that gonna say?
0: I don't know, man, like as I say, shit take. Um I I don't like we say for the most part, but I agree with them on this one. Give people back really? their bars and fuck off.
1: Otherwise we'll end up full circle and it'll just be the hose again. Yeah. Oh mate, don't even get Because nobody start. will drown from like that.
0: But from baths, to the Ukraine.
1: From baths to bombs.
0: <laughs> from baths to bombs. I do uh, like bath bombs. Ah, uh, let me let me load you up, Simon.
1: So, what do we got today? Um, all right. I mean, so I guess I've just got a few different. You want me to click um, on these? No, no, just stay there for now. Okay. Um. The, A few different Twitter posts just from some of the stuff that's popped up regarding the Ukraine and Russia. And I guess I just wanted to use it as a bit of a, hey, um, there's so much just bullshit going on (laughs) online, trying to just get you to think a certain way, whether it's either or. Um, So just keep an eye out for it. And, I mean, definitely, because Putin definitely... Put out a video statement saying that he was going, he was, you know, making a move. And if anybody came out and did anything about it, that, um, that they'd get squashed. So there's definitely things happening, but it's just to the scale of what has been reported and what I see people believing. I definitely don't think there's as much fighting and that going on. And just to kind of prove it to you is just some of this stuff that, um, I've got here on these Twitter links. So just scroll down a little bit, Jade. Um, the photo on the left here with the balaclava man and his missus—it's like this tweet from this lady, and it's painted out to be Ukrainian soldiers. Obviously, it says it there in the in the text, but um, you know, Ukrainian soldiers leaving their missus behind to go fight for their country, and it says, absolutely heartbreaking. And then on the right-hand side, <laughs> it's a it's movie. Just, you you literally Google the War of Chimera and one of the screenshots of the movies is the like pretty much the same thing as the screen grab from this video pertaining pertaining to be um like real generalistic footage it's just like so it's so low bar like i don't there, know there if is... you can
0: see this in the tweet i don't know if people at home can actually see my cursor but if you look at the tweet simon there's actually even a time step in the tweet on the bottom left
1: oh i can't quite see it now.
0: okay sorry mate yeah
1: but yeah, so i mean if you just exit out of that and open up the next one um <laughs> i haven't i haven't i haven't seen the actual video of this so i've got no idea whether this is the if this is a legit debunking or not because we all know how um how corrupt snopes and fact checkers are and and the stuff that they debunk so i don't want to just be like some guys like oh look they proved it's fake so i don't even know if the this is real but i'm just giving this as a bit of you know perspective builder is that you know they were these these articles you know with bandaged women and showing civilians being attacked by bombs just keep going through the images and you can see that it's from a gas explosion in 2018 I keep going to the next one
0: there's only two in this one. Oh, there's
1: only two oh right yeah so there you go so i mean it's uh, proving the story that it's from 2018 on to the next one this guy here i put it pu- make it full screen okay cool about how brave and heroic is ukrainian to protect our soil to protect our future to protect our, freedom, news. our we are in the center of kiev we are here uh, to protect <laughs> Ukraine and the uh, russian position is about a little bit more than two kilometers from here uh, this is He doesn't know uh, what he's doing. He doesn't even know how to put it back in. That's why he didn't go for it. You know that. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? That's, that's on Sky News. Like, look right there. It's on Sky News on TV. Like, what is going on?
0: So, so, okay. So let's say, let's say we're doing all this debunking stuff, which is Mm. fine, cool. So what what am i to take from that that um the the war is fake or what
1: i don't know It just mean is that maybe some of the the uh, incidents on the ground maybe they aren't actual as close to the war zones as, as they say they are you know i don't know all i'm just all all this does is just provide enough evidence to to start being skeptical of the stuff on social media and i just don't think enough people are
0: I want to give a really big shout-out to uh, one of my moderators and a long-time follower of the Jade Ferrer Show, Splashy. Hey, Splashy! It's been a while since we've seen Splashy. Uh, Welcome back. Welcome back. She's She's been a long time gone, actually. I've been worried about that woman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there there more links?
0: Uh, Let me... There's a whole bunch, I might just have to pull them in one sec. Ah, you got... Let me check. You got this one? Can you see that?
1: It's still the same. Oh, my
0: apologies, man. I'm looking at a different window. Souls.
1: (laughs) Well, we all know the excuse, right? Yeah yeah definitely he black <laughs> he black yeah. um, So, I, i'm not gonna spend time going through the detail of all of them but if you just scroll down to the first um post below this one so uh what oh yes this is interesting so the the, the, the um i'm not sure if you've seen this video right it's um it's pretty horrendous but what you see is you see this you see this civilian car into the frame and then you see this big army vehicle of whatever it is just change its course of it, of um direction and just drive straight over this um uh this car and they're saying it's like a russian tank running over a civilian but apparently it's actually a ukrainian uh air defense system and so it's ukrainian on ukrainian um uh violence it would seem being blamed on the russians um the video is pretty gruesome eh? like you can still you can see the guy trapped in his car alive um after the tank rolls off him and like these villagers coming out to help him and they're just axing at the door this one here that you've got pulled up oh sorry
0: yeah I'm, i'm trying to organize myself but it's going on the live view sorry about that
1: you're all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it live. So this this article that Jay's pulled up here The ghost of Kiev fighter pilot blowing up Russian aircraft and trending clip actually from video game So there was this kind of like rumor Starting around that There was this random fighter jet pilot who was just scrambling all over Ukraine taking out Russian fighters Like left right and center had taken down what like seven different planes or something like that So if you scroll down I'll see if I can get, if I can spot the part of the article that talks about it. Oh, oh sorry, man. I'm not... Uh, stop. Um... Yeah, it was uh, the first, the first paragraph, um, Uh, the clip of Ukrainian fighter jet blowing up suspected Russian aircraft started trimming (laughs) on social media. Many believed it was proof of the exploits of a mysterious and unverified ace pilot called the Ghost of Kiev. It was actually fake footage from a 2013 PC game, the Digital Combat Simulator World. So there's footage floating around, apparently, of some Ghost of Kiev fighter jet taking out Russian pilots and, you know, using it as some sort of, uh, wartime story of hope and... Our resistance, I guess. I'm not sure why, but yeah, just some some real weird version of Chinese whispers that has turned into some um, mythical story of a a fighter pilot. But it's I don't think it's true. Simon, you you've got
0: to help me out. I'm I'm the black guy on the show, as everybody knows by now. What what is this actually all about? Like, I couldn't tell uh, you.
1: I really. Uh, I really couldn't tell you.
0: I've heard that the, um, president of Russia is dying of cancer, and he's using this to make, uh, a point about his authority and, uh, power. How relevant is that?
1: That's interesting. I mean, he doesn't look like this, the type of guy that looks like he's dying of anything, you know? Like, he's not skinny. He doesn't look, um, Discoloured or anything like that. He's definitely not someone dealing with the late-term cancer infect, um, you know battle So I'm not quite sure about that what I What I would think is that it's based around the fact that Russia is against NATO quite um, strongly They Russia is quite a Christian fundamentalist country has very strong conservative principles and hates the um, the marxist communist socialist direction that the west is heading um putin is not a fan of pronouns and bios and so, <laughs> um and so having ukraine so tightly aligned with these enemies of russia has been a security threat for the longest time and so i mean he already was it eight or so years ago went after Crimea which was that key part of uh, The disputed territory and that's you know, that was a a long time ago that so this hasn't just kind of been a very recent um, Battle I mean this has been something that he's been planning for a while I guess and he's either been forced into doing this now because of what's playing out globally or This is something that he know he wanted to do Amazing. I mean, but yeah, it's just a, but as for why he wants to do to do this and um, yeah, start taking territory from a neighboring country, don't know. Wow. The, fa- the main fact, the the lines on the map in Europe um, are basically silly little drawings. Like, uh, especially after World War Two, it doesn't really make much sense. People have forgotten that.
0: How much I, I know, I'm kind of like spitballing with you, Simon, like questions you might be unprepared for. But should be, should we be worried from an e- economic standpoint around this? Yeah, or, I mean, yeah. how relevant is this to the everyday
1: New Zealander? Would you say this? I mean, yeah, this is this is, I mean, uh, ears to the ground, tinfoil hat, uh, wearing um tuning into the conspiracy this is the start of the end and <laughs> you know the, the 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 talk is that in that um in terms of sanctions of Russia they're talking about removing Russia from the swift accreditation which would apparently I saw just that it would disable their uh,
0: their ability to make bank transfers period
1: yeah and the thing is is because Russia is one of the last like gold backed currencies they have a shit load of gold to back their currency, which the U.S. dollar and most others haven't been backed yeah, by doing. anything besides confidence since um, they took the gold dollar. They linked, unlinked the the federal dollar from um, gold, yeah. and then started all those oil wars. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so 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 if they yeah if they remove Russia, then a lot of the um, stability of the the dollar um, currencies around the whole world just be destroyed and you know the people will start just throwing everything they can into gold people will be trying to get their money out of banks and that will get frozen um, I think you know this is a and then what people don't realize is that China is slowly moving towards taiwan at the same time so like this could very much be a very fast (laughs) escalation into full-on um chaos very quickly it could Uh, all be nothing as well right like so many times throughout history everyone's like oh my god it's happening and then it doesn't so always be ready for that um and of course i'm not a financial
0: advisor but i've noticed that generally speaking the um the cryptocurrency markets have completely tanked now now most people are upset about this but i see it as a real buy-up opportunity um and and i'm treating it that way right at the moment just little by little and um you know because all markets recover eventually don't they and uh i i might be able to benefit as i say i wouldn't be telling anybody to copy what i'm doing yeah. The only risk to
1: the, um, the crypto space is the fact that, um, if we have this collapse in the banking industry and then that creates some really unstable times, there's probably not going to be much of a functioning internet to manage a, a global crypto, um, economy. Uh, Sorry, so run that, that
0: by me again, what's, what's like, happening to the internet?
1: So, if we if we if if russia gets removed from swift um, the dollars trust and value tanks um everybody tries to pull their money out before it becomes (laughs) worthless um we all societies fall over and Ah, and but then i've got a
0: challenge for you here i've got a challenge Mm. for you here because what happens on those what happens on those crypto dashboards right at the moment is they always compare to the dollar And I've been saying to people around me, it's like, okay, so one, let's say one Bitcoin is this much US. And one Binance coin is this much US. But who says we had to keep pairing like that? You could buy goods and services by saying, give me 0.7 whatever for this. And, And you could just... um. You you could just be what's the word I'm looking for? You could just trust in the crypto itself and forget about the dollar entirely. It could be, hey Simon, you want to buy this from me? Send me such and such Ethereum. And you do that. Yeah,
1: and- what I'm what I'm talking about is that if 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 we were in a situation where there was no other currency except crypto to get to that point, there's going to be such civil unrest that there won't be a functioning internet Or network to cater for that. That would be like the least of our problems. I think it would be more like find Three or four people that you can run a homestead together and live off the land um, Kind of apocalypse style thing. I mean, I don't think this I think the internet is more fragile than we believe I was talking about this with my friends. I I think even if it was just one underground sea cable got nuked um the just the load shift would pretty much like dot ddos itself right like imagine imagine a major cable between continents getting taken down i'm not sure i how on the internet's redundancy but i'd say that traffic would like just collapse it yeah no I mean, you and...
0: raise a good point there simon i'm not sure that the um the internet is redundant i think it does rely on single cables i think there's a there's a single cable that serves the Pacific uh, that we have a branch off, and Tonga had a branch off, and Tonga's branch got severed in the earthquake, and they were burgers.
1: Yeah, all the crypto traders in Tonga were probably freaking out. <laughs> yeah, let all their yeah. money go.
0: But in saying that, Elon dropped a whole bunch of his um satellite and internet on them so um,
1: yeah but that they've got to be connected to the cloud storage servers you know like your cloud is still a computer somewhere they like news they always say so uh, even i mean starlink isn't a floating um data warehouse that's gonna have enough capacity to run um yeah oh so you ruined
0: my punchline simon i was gonna convince myself that elon was gonna save the world
1: they're painting him up to make him look like <laughs> the real world Tony Stark and you don't think he is no nah. well I think he's I think he's um, he's got some powerful friends and um, interesting past
0: so how do you want how do you want to wrap this how do, what what um what do you want people to go away from this ukraine stuff with? because i I gotta tell you not because of you just because of the subject, I'm still struggling. Like,
1: I don't get it. I, I'm still struggling, and I, <laughs> I think a good thing is, like, for me, right, I know for a fact there are some people who are pushing an agenda in regards to the pandemic and um, what they want uh, in terms of how society to function. Those same people are now quite vocally supporting Ukraine and saying that we must stop Putin and that he's the bad man and so my previous distrust of this group of people in regards to their management of this pandemic and where we are now has proclaimed me to then kind of side with Putin for the time being to see how things unfold instead of just blindly following along with what seems like the majority i don't want to be a contrarian i really don't just you know like the, do the opposite of what the common man is but when the most common man is a imbecile you know, he oh. <laughs> often don't do what the masses do
0: uh simon i just need to just need to break up the flow here for a second and acknowledge reuben over on d live for the donation of one ice cream we really appreciate Ooh. it i don't actually know oh. the value of that so i have to look into that thank later thank you
2: so much reuben that means so much
0: i'll but, have that after dinner later thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> but i hope
2: you have a lovely day reuben
0: but thank you for the ice cream i need to know a bit more about the donation stuff on d i'd love to
2: know um if you've got any comments reuben or um have anything you think we need us? an
1: ice cream that's oh, his comment
0: yeah well an ice cream's the last thing i need being diabetic but anyway <laughs> uh so bringing us to the final stretch of the show and i'm not sure if we have a link do we have a link for you
2: Yeah. no i've
0: okay let me let me find that
2: i've kind of got two and a half stories now i've got one cheetah in- one link but
0: um. <laughs> so I've been had like seventeen links. So you're right, <laughs> you're right, Hannah.
1: And how quickly did I get through them? Pretty good.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, is for the post. No, go on,
0: Hannah. So um, yeah, go ahead introduce it, and I'll bring it up.
2: So I'm gonna talk on the good old, um, the good old,
0: <laughs> the good old, <laughs> old mandates.
2: The good old COVID situation, so which is disappointing, you know. We're we getting rid of them. So a big thing here in New Zealand is actually getting rid of the mandates. Um, a lot of organisations have mandated the vaccination now. You know, it's big um, vaccination, big, big protest outside. There's a protest outside um, our parliament. But, on Saturday, last Saturday, what happened was, um, there was a protest that actually went across our Harbour Bridge and then had people staying, um, staying overnight in, in the park to prove the point that we don't need, um, mandates, so, there's two comments around this that was really annoyed is uh you know people were saying no this cannot go ahead this uh, this was actually set up by voices for freedom um here in um in auckland but this was actually done oh
0: we're gonna get banned now every time you say voices for freedom boom we're done
2: all across um, (laughs) all across (laughs) new zealand but this is specifically um, what they were saying is that, um, how can you let this go ahead, uh, this is just gonna spread, spread the virus worse, and basically all they could say was, the police just said, everybody has their own right to protest, if it's peaceful protest, we cannot get involved. So, one, big ups to our, um, our police force for taking that view and actually... Yes,
0: yes, we should always congratulate the police for following the law when they do. That's really good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> literally, there was news reports on this saying you've got to, you've got to stop this why wasn't it stopped, this was ridiculous, so it's good that it went here, now see what, how, how the outcomes of it uh, were, and finally we've actually seen our Prime Minister put a, put a temporary, um, expectation of when the expectat- expectation, expectation of required mandates Will be taken off, which is great. Now I'm just saying. Sta-
0: whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, She said what? She
2: said that mandates and well, oh, the vaccination pass will. Sorry, not mandates. Vaccination pass will not be required, which will also mean that a lot of, um... When,
0: um, though? Because you said she's laid out when it is. She hasn't said when it is, has she, Simon? No, I haven't heard that, no.
2: Oh, I thought she said, um, April. Sorry, my bad.
0: No, no, no. So, um, the, um, oh, what's that group that, that, uh, Mahi is a part of? The, the Rights Coalition have said they want it mm-hmm. go on by the 1st of March. Okay. And the Prime Minister indicated a plan is developing. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So, I will, <laughs> I will correct myself and say that's not correct. But good that um, there is conversation, but yes, our Prime Minister is literally saying we will not... Um, excuse me. She's calling protesters terrorists... She will not actively discuss things with the community now because she's seeing people who do not agree with her as protest
0: as terrorists. Have you got a comment on the um? Because it's been quite a few days now, Simon. The uh, the parliamentary grounds protest. What what's your what's your hot take there?
1: <laughs> um. Good on them i reckon it's pretty cool like they've, <laughs> they've, they've been they've been you know it's just strategically challenged in so many different ways in terms of the loud music and what they've done recently and with um putting large concrete boll- concrete bollards along roads and access points what they're trying to they're trying to stink them out right like because of all the portalers and stuff they were, were preventing access for food and mm. um cleaning uh, missions and stuff like that. So <clears throat> so instead of having portalers, I saw photos on Twitter of like, um, this person and it was like a tweet and it's like, Jacinda's not that smart is she? She mandated it so that all these tradesmen um had to lose their job and so now they've got nothing better to do than design a toilet block down at the protest and so there was like a full on <laughs> toilet block with plumbing and everything fully oh, assembled wow. down at the um at the parliament so there's a toilet block and a shower block and gardens and i've heard the, that the
0: they they even mm-hmm. have like a hospitality wing where they're they
1: alone. have nursing they have yeah first aid they have crypt they have a crypto tent <laughs> for people to get into crypto but i saw like a whole festival map like off the grounds there help all the different services it's pretty cool um, if
0: i if so, i if i didn't have the responsibilities that I've, I've got on i definitely would get amongst um uh, and we didn't
1: get a chance to cover it um because it was kind of popping last week but there was a big story about how some police were um covered with an acid so also substance i thought was acid which turned out to be pepper spray from one of their other police officers and <laughs> it was a story run that you know in the mainstream news that the police were attacked with a substance that they thought was acid and they needed hospital treatment but it was another officer they caught it on film an officer with um pepper spray spraying in the direction of where his, his other staff come uh, from uh, standing and they come out they come through the screen um, like covering their eyes rubbing their eyes because they got pepper spray so, so, the po- so I didn't
0: get it was he just like irresponsible with his um Spray radius, or was
1: he supporting
0: the protests?
1: Yeah, no, he was, he was irresponsible with his with his deployment of it. He was, you know, <laughs> j- trying to get some space, I guess, for the protesters to move back, and um, it just wafted into the eyes of the officers there instead. So, and, um, the, um, and then there was the Have you seen the 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 bald guy that got assaulted by the police officer up against the Portaloo?
0: Nah, man, tell me about oh. that.
1: I mean, so there was a confrontation between a line of protesters and the police, and the police were pushing these guys, telling them to move back. And there was this guy, this bald guy, who was like pinned up against the Portloo and And um, this police officer's like giving him good shoves into the portal loo and saying, Move back, move back, and he can't move. And you can see the police officer, op- the, the protester, like um, having a conversation with this guy, like with a grin on his face, like, you know, he's probably saying something like, I can't move mate or something or whatever and then all of a sudden this police officer just with his both hands just grabs this guy's head and shoves his thumbs into his eyes and then like starts throwing punches at him and like Starts like punching him in the head and he like eye gouged him real bad And there's this photo of his little face all swollen and beaten up. I'm sure I'd be able to find it probably to share quickly, but um, yeah, I'll drop it yeah. in the
0: Discord and I'll definitely play it. Yeah, keen as.
2: So the interesting, I've kind of got my half story that I was just wanting to share. So last week, um, this is kind of a bit of personal news, but not really. But the interesting thing is, I actually needed to call um, <sighs> call the ambulance and. I actually got told. Oh, we
0: haven't even told Simon that story. Oh, my God. I actually got told
2: (laughs) that, oh, no, it's alright. You're not dying. Uh, We have no ambulances available uh, because of COVID. So I was like, "Um, I need to go to hospital. But you're saying I'm not going to be accepted at our hospital. So just to remind people at home. We actually have um public health system here that is paid for but they got t- they told me that no you gotta go to you gotta go to a private clinic because of COVID. So one? What how does that for me I was thinking how does that make sense for those who cannot then afford private? Now I have that ability but there will be people who who wouldn't have been able to afford it so that would have been difficult
0: I don't know, yeah due to COVID-19 they couldn't pick her up and then I had to be on Uber for the morning
2: yeah so simply I'm fine of course but I decided to go for a surf down the stairs um I literally missed four stairs um and just cracked my head open a little bit um and ended up a little bit yeah only needed one stitch in the end (laughs) one stitch and and skin glue they decided um to me that i was so hoping that i could get away with it and just be like okay it's fine but no they said no we will i jade looked at it and said Nah, you can actually see it's really deep so and I got away with just one stitch but yeah I'm pretty bruised up and I'm lucky that I did not break my um my leg I it's pretty close to and and I'm questioning if I've damaged my knees at all but I'm pretty bruised so but I'm pretty good. I'm fabulous.
0: Such a drama queen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did not want to be a drama queen. I wanted to have a fabulous day. It was not my plan at all.
0: Let me know when you dropped it, Simon, because I don't even I know. I just found it, Simon, and I just got down. Yep.
2: And then my other other thing that I'd just like to talk about. This was a, piece, a story I found for last week, actually. And um, I don't have the link for you, but really what it is is... Um, one of our university, universities is now just, um, Real
0: fast center. we might just pause on that, and I'll go straight to this. <laughs> I do not want to play it there, sorry. Uh, let so me... hopefully this police officer's gone on a nice holiday. Let's get this sound
1: on, eh? They really give it to you. Yeah, let's have a look at his, um, look at
0: There's better, that.
1: there's better, there's better photos to get his damage. That's just a nice emotive piece, but just you can keep going. Yeah.
0: Oh, look at that. It zoomed in, mate. Look at that. Let's pull that Full up. Full screen,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. Look at that no doubt about it get in there my son Mm. (laughs) oh my god yeah they were grabbed his badge number and said uh yep you'll be off for a few days That or is that anything? Was that the back side of it?
1: No, it just hasn't happened yet. yeah.
0: Right. Look at that, look at it. Yeah, open those ones. So, no eye. And dance in his head.
1: So, yeah, that, that, that happened since our last live stream. Far out. Peaceful protest.
0: Oh, my goodness. Let's... I don't even know what to say after that. I feel sorry yeah. for that follow-up because we, um... Our government always promotes us as this, like, very gentle, very, um supportive kind of society eh? and then you and then you see um situations like that i mean
1: i feel sorry for the dude do you you must not spend much time on twitter because if you if you did you'd see me um retweet that kind of stuff because i've been sharing all of it and i i tweeted i i retweeted that video with the uh caption better work stories because that's a That's the favorite advertising line of the police That's surely a good story to tell your grandkids you know when you're a bit older how you put your giant big thumbs into some poor protesters eyes because he's trying to protest for his freedom
0: oh i was i was humming and ahhing whether i was gonna do this actually handle but i'm gonna do it so hannah and i are talking to police at the moment for a situation not involving us, we're, at, we're actually acting as witnesses for something, so nothing to do with us, all is well, um, and we had a chat with an officer who visited us uh, a couple of nights ago, and the view of this constable was that, um, it's time for the mandates to go, obviously we won't name this person, because I don't want a whole book, uh, left wing charge for this man's job but um yeah he said the mandates don't make sense we have over 90 percent vaccination uh you know herd immunity should be a thing that we can shift into at this stage and he said the protesters had a point didn't they you know
2: yeah he said i can't say this out loud and which was really good and he said he kind of said to me something, he said hey, did you wanna, mm. I, I feel really bad, but do you wanna let me know um, what? what's your choice for not getting vaccinated? Oh, uh, yeah. He, he said it like really, Yeah. not really gently. Yeah. it wasn't like he was saying, well, why not? And it was just like, oh, fair enough. Makes sense, okay, great. No, should be heard immunity and there should be enough of us have choice and control and also look after ourselves Um. I
0: just thought that was important to raise because it's easy to get a certain view of police when you see those videos and sure you know that guy that dug his thumbs and like that he did a really bad thing I want to be really clear about that but there are police out there that um, very silently unfortunately right at the moment are supporting supporting the anti-mandate movement so there you go yeah got any thoughts around that simon that's a true story by the way not a bit of it is um not a bit of it was extended or exaggerated
1: i think it'd be pretty hard to find somebody who's like real keen on the mandates i mean they are out there and you see them on social media because they love to scream about it but like so when you when you would have like an honest human conversation to somebody and you're like oh man how about all this COVID nonsense are you still you know you still all for it now most of the time they're gonna say no nah, I'm over it mate or they might even go as far as saying not keen on the next vaccination or you know or I need need all of this extra rules and, and running my business to piss off that's like that, that's the most common reaction nobody's really supporting them except for the people that put them in place
0: yeah exactly
2: so, um, two of the things I just wanted to talk about is, um, the first thing is, I read an article last week about, you know, our top universities are now freaking out that actually working from home will be a long-term thing because of COVID. Well, this should have been an option, this should have been thought about before COVID even existed so I thought that was a bit stupid and they're really trained to do they're going to literally do studies on um, how managers will handle it um, how it will happen about productivity and there was even talking about oh well you can get certain apps to turn off and on your work schedule if you feel like you can't work from home um, and
0: I just want to, because Simon and I were talking uh, before, just before we went live, Simon I just wanted to ask you again for the benefit of the audience, uh, can, you, can you take it or leave it working from home, like are you pretty keen to get back to how it was or, um, or, or are you pretty used to the kind of vibe that you've got going on at the moment?
1: I mean, I would like to have the opportunity to go back to the office if it was the <laughs> right idea and the right option for the day, but um, currently my working lifestyle is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty happy with how it is. Um, but yeah, I would just like to be able to go and meet my colleagues um, in the office for like, you know, training meetings and stuff like that where face-to-face is a bit better and have some shared morning teas and things like that. Yes. Um, this-
2: Sorry, yeah. I was just going to say a quick question to you Simon. there's no um awkwardness from your colleagues if if they call up and they find that you're going for a quick walk to get a coffee and it's not in your scheduled morning tea break or something like that or
1: no, oh, um I mean if if I'm not in a meeting, I can be wherever I want. Yeah, that so, is you know, like, so
0: yeah. cool yeah that's pretty much like me yeah
2: yeah, yeah. and this is what um, that's, that's
1: how I treat it I just get what I need to get done in the week and whenever I, it makes sense
2: and that's yeah. exactly how it should be and this what this article is literally saying is um, for those who work from home and not too sure um, and we're thinking well my if my boss calls and I'm out for a walk, what will that happen, and and actually then a, another boss was saying, well, I will walk, um, I will if, if they work at night, then that's fine, as long as they get their work done, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, ju- just mindful of time, and I've actually had a final thoughts uh, planned for today. I actually did some homework on my final thoughts for today. So Mm -hmm. I want to leave everyone uh, with a bit of a a thought around COVID. My sister uh, contracted COVID uh, last Thursday and um, she's been dealing with that. The other thing I'd say is that she's she's pregnant with twins right at the moment, so that could be considered a bit high risk for the situation. I asked her before the show, I said, What what do you want me to share as a first hand experience of uh COVID nineteen and my sister would like everyone to know that um yeah, the COVID has a huge impact. You do you do feel really ill but she only felt really ill for a couple of days. She she's feeling much better uh now. Um I was also saying to Simon, I did a bit of a, uh, you, you know, essential supply drop to my sister yesterday. Some honey, some ginger, uh, buckets and buckets of vitamin C. I just kind of got my arm and swiped as many as I got off the, mm-hmm. the shelf and got myself some as well. Um, um,
2: can I just quickly? Yeah, jump yeah, in r- there? real fast. Final the, thought. The, so. No, no, no. The thing that was really funny that Jade told me about, I wasn't there. That somebody else in the store was literally saying, um, "How can he take that many? You can't. He can't oh, take that many. He can't take that many." Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that was a real thing. There, were, there was this guy, um, and he was like, "Oh." And he goes over to this other girl and he's like, oh, is he allowed for? I mean, it's the big buckets, is he, is he allowed for? And the whole thing was that there were no medium buckets of vitamins. So, of course, I'm going to go for the big ones. Anyway, I got them all and um, did a supply drop to my sister and she's feeling much, much better. So, my hot take on that is, yeah, you can expect to feel a bit shit um but you are gonna pull through for the most part i i don't want to discount though that people have died in recent days in new zealand from uh COVID 19 and maybe simon would like to cover that in his final thoughts i don't know
1: i was just gonna say be careful with which words you use there whether it was from or worse we've got no idea whether um okay true my team was yep um was what was what actually killed them. And um so would leave it up to people to to make their own judgment on that. But final thoughts for me is just, man, there is a full on I saw someone right was was there is an omnidirectional assault on the mind at the moment. <laughs> um and they can't really put it much better than that. Like just take breaks from the bullshit uh, and just take everything with a grain of salt. Um and just just always think you know like what is the benefit for um for this to have happened the way it is and for this person telling me this and make for someone making me think a certain way what is the benefit in them doing that because what do they get out of it yeah that will always help you to make sure Man. whether you're actually thinking your own thoughts or you've been um convinced to think a certain way and it's fine to to accept that because it happens to all of us
0: Wow, that's deep, Simon. Thank you so much. And it's good to be uh, back with you in the in the usual format for 2022, I must say. Yeah.
1: It's been good. I've enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: Hannah, final thoughts?
2: I think it's been a lovely evening, guys, and thank you. Um, always look forward to just talking to everyone from around the world and their experiences. Thank you, Jade, for the question. And I guess, you know, not only um, are mandates being put on, there's something I haven't brought up, but not only are mandates being put on by our government, is that it's now um, through our exporting system, systems, um, our other external countries are. (laughs) expecting as so,
0: try out, <laughs> expecting, um,
2: expecting that every worker who is dealt uh, with with the export to be vaccinated, and then requiring um documentation of that proof that everyone is being vaccinated, and test and having rapid antigen testing um, daily and that is exactly right, such as China.
0: Thank you Hannah, and um, for those of you at home that have watched us and are thinking about how you can support uh, the podcast, please consider uh, like, following, subscribing, whatever the button happens to be on the platform that you're watching, we really appreciate it, donations uh possible as well we'd really like to hear about anybody you would like us to interview on the podcast i'm thinking about shifting gear and uh inviting a few guests on i know simon's been thinking about that too so if you've got anybody in mind you would like to see us interrogate live on stream uh feel free to reach out in the details provided in the video description but for now, please don't need any bats that come from Wuhan. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of the channel. Thank you for being a part of the journey. Please stay awesome. awesome. And I'll give this one to Simon.
1: And we'll see you all in the next one. beyond bye